Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the Joshua Shaw audio experience. Firstly, thank you for giving me a bit of your attention. I'm honored you trusted me with it, and I promise to return the favor by giving you a ton of edutainment value back. In my latest podcast episode, I run through the recent performance of the billion-dollar active nutrition and weight management snacking brand portfolio that does own Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritionals. But before we get started, I would love if you took 46 seconds out of your day to leave a rating or review on whichever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. This helps me out immensely in terms of extending the reach of my podcast, but more importantly, allows me to make improvements based on your feedback. Thank you again. Now enjoy my newest podcast episode. I figured out the secret behind Quest Nutrition's product innovation strategy. And let's just say they could easily be a headlining DJ at some of the biggest music festivals in the world. I'll touch on some deeper thoughts surrounding that introductory statement a bit later in this content. But on October 21st of 2022, the Simply Good Foods company did report its fiscal fourth quarter earnings for the period that ended August 27th of 2022. As I usually do on these quarterly updates, I'll start by running through some high-level financial data to update you on how Simply Good Foods company performed recently. But more importantly, I'll use the recent earnings report, the conference call, and any relevant publicly disclosed news to give context for my expanded strategic commentary on trends that are happening within the nutritional snacking space. For new community members that maybe you're not familiar, the functional CPG brands that are a part of the Simply Good Foods company portfolio are Atkins Nutritionals, yes, from the Atkins Diet and Quest Nutrition. So let's start at that financial data. The portfolio had quarterly revenue of $274.2 million. That was up 5.5% year over year, resulting from a 9.5 percentage point price increase and 4% of volume loss. The revenue also was down 13.4% on a quarter over quarter sequential basis. In terms of geographic performance, North America was up 6.4% year over year, but international was down 16.6% year over year. The reasoning behind that sharp international revenue decline was that the company exited the European region. So if you do take that out of comparisons, core international revenue from the quarter was basically flat. Total Simply Good Foods retail takeaway for the 13 weeks ending August 28th of 2022, that increased 8.6% in the U.S. measured channels. It was also noted that each brand gained market share in their respective sub-segments of weight management and active nutrition. Gross margin was 37.1%, which was down 310 basis points year over year, and also down 40 basis points on a quarter over quarter sequential basis. Now, that's definitely not good. But much of the unexpected margin erosion came from unfavorable one-time contract manufacturing setup costs from new innovations and inbound freight being much higher than they expected. Since this was also the company's fiscal fourth quarter, I wanted to provide some quick kind of full-year 
financial statistics to provide context on their broader performance. Net sales for the full year reached $1.17 billion, and that was up 16.2% year over year. Now, in terms of the retail takeaway for the last year ending August 28th of 2022, that increased 15% in the U.S. measured channels. That beat the overall average in nutritional snacking category, and also Quest Nutrition and Atkins Nutritionals outperformed their individual subcategories of active nutrition and weight management, respectively. Now, shifting deeper into individual brand performance, let's start at a recap of how Atkins Nutritionals brand did during this quarter. Retail takeaway for the brand decreased 3.7% year over year. Shakes were, though, the star of the portfolio with a retail takeaway growth of 5.5%. Meal replacement bars, which comprises of about two-thirds of the Atkins total bar business, that saw retail takeaway that was basically flat year over year. Improved performance of the Atkins shakes in meal bars has been driven by post-Labor Day return-to-work trends. That being said, the retail takeaway struggles overall the brand are coming from the confections and snack bar side of Atkins because of distribution losses and strong comparatives due to last year's dessert bars launch. Now, let's take a deeper kind of look at the recent performance of Quest Nutrition, which has continued to outshine its legacy brand portfolio counterpart. Retail takeaway for Quest Nutrition across the U.S. track channels increased 24.6% year over year. The brand continues to outperform the active nutrition segment of the nutritional snackings category. This outperformance is being driven by an increase of household penetration, strong consumption across all major forms, and success of new products. Quest Bars had tracked channel retail takeaway growth of 11.1% this quarter. The snackier portion of Quest Nutrition, which includes its confections, cookies, and chips, continued to be the star of the brand and increased 51% year-over-year. Believe it or not, the Quest Snack segment is slightly greater than 40% of measured channel retail sales for the brand. Quest Bar continues to be the top-selling protein bar on the Amazon marketplace, and the consistent Amazon growth has helped Quest Nutrition more than offset declines in the specialty channel. Now, I want to transition into examining what I was referring to in that introductory statement of this content. Quest Nutrition has really been a monster lately. The brand's core bar business is growing. It's on a roll in terms of distribution standpoint, and recent innovations have really been performing well. It's that last point around innovation where I want to kind of focus. The Quest Nutrition innovation pipeline has been strong throughout the last few years, and leadership on the earnings call alerted us that it will remain robust. If you haven't been following the brand closely, you might be asking yourself just how much innovation has been going on at Quest Nutrition. It arguably started in late 2019 because of the revamped Quest protein chips. They had kind of finally started to build huge sales velocity in the large retailers. That gave the Simply Good Foods company leadership confidence to take on additional innovation risk with their newly acquired protein bar heavy billion dollar asset. The biggest launch after the acquisition has arguably been the Quest peanut butter cups in the fall of 2020. That protein confectionery item crushed it really out of the gate and it built momentum to launch several other candy SKUs like the protein candy bars, candy bites, and mini peanut butter cups over kind of the last like two years or so. 
Before I mention more snack segment innovations, it's important for me to reiterate that Quest Nutrition still needs the bar business to be healthy for any of this additional innovation risk to make sense. While it was a higher proportion in 2019, Quest Bars is still 55% of the total Quest Nutrition revenue. That's why Quest Nutrition isn't shying away from innovation in the bar category either. You've seen them launch the enrobed or kind of the dipped protein bars and also mini versions of the Quest Bar. But kind of most importantly, the classic Quest Bar recently went through a major upgrade. I believe they worked with the global dairy company Fonterra on a proprietary protein innovation that provides a softer bar that also will yield a longer shelf life of softness that improves the overall eating experience. If that upgrade does prove successful, it will take away one of the largest consumer pain points with Quest Bars and likely provides an immediate uptick in sales and extends the runway for growth of that bar. Bouncing back to the newest innovation on the snack side of Quest Nutrition, I want to share how I kind of cracked the brand's innovation Da Vinci Code in 2020. In today's business world, it's hard to really come up with an original thought. Once you acknowledge that, you start seeing things through a remix-filled point of view. Quest Nutrition is essentially Kanye West back in his doing five beats a day for three summers era. To put it another way, Quest Nutrition is DJ Khaled yelling at live performances in the 90s with the Terror Squad. What the heck am I talking about? The secret behind Quest Nutrition's current innovation streak is rooted in remixing the past, its own past, well before most of its fans today knew about the brand. When the Quest peanut butter cups launched in late 2020, I said to myself, kind of, wait, hadn't I tried these years ago, but they were called something else, which was Quest Cravings? I also remember that they had a ton of like keto-inspired products, so it got me curious and maybe kind of dig in a little bit further. Most people forgot about how innovative Quest Nutrition has been since the very beginning of the brand. And it's that past that has and will continue to drive remixed iterative innovation ideas. Quest Nutrition once sold low-carb pasta. Quest Nutrition once also had a ton of prepared ketogenic meals and desserts. Quest Nutrition turned those early tortilla chips into a line extension of its new Quest chips. Quest Nutrition sold Keto Snaps that was recently relaunched as Quest Protein Crackers, yet they also used to sell keto crackers in the past as well. So we'll see if maybe those come back out as well in some other form. I'm sure I've forgotten a handful of others, but some of these like early innovations stemmed from a 2016 era Quest Labs Consumer Insights Feedback Loop program. It's likely that some of Quest Nutrition's innovations the next few years will come from the Quest Labs or old forgotten products that I recalled because at the end of the day, the brand wants to penetrate more usage occasions. It wants to create snack food products from sizable, convenient snack categories and make them higher in protein and lower in stuff that customers really don't want, like carbs and sugar, and really want to make sure that it also tastes extremely great. This has been what has driven new buyers into the brand and increased the household penetration of Quest Nutrition lately. For the final part of this content, I did want to comment a bit around the current recessionary environment and make some predictions around how the nutritional snacking category will do, as well as really how the Simply Good Foods companies' brands are going to do as well. 
various data points are showing to a decelerating demand overall within the food category, but there is still a growth within private label. There's also shifting shopper behavior where consumers are moving away from like grocery, the grocery channel, and moving into value retailers. Fact is that consumers are being a little bit more cautious with spending, but because snacking, be it on the indulgence side or health-related side, provides a kind of a lower entry point in terms of cost for enjoyment, it does look like these are being less impacted, at least in the early stage of this recession. It's important to remember that this is really uncharted territory for many of the functional CPG categories that were either nascent at the time or, or didn't even exist during the last recession. Throw in the fact that pricing levels are extremely high, unlike last recession, and things can really get gnarly fast. It's going to be a wild period for any functional CPG brand, but I think humans will continue to invest in themselves and the categories will be resilient, even though they are considered consumer discretionary and not consumer staples. So with the strength of Quest Nutrition and Atkins compared to its peers, along with the diversification across products and channels, the company looks well positioned. Throw in that private label competition is low in the category and the Simply Good Foods company brands over index in the mid to upper income households, it should enable them to deliver on their sales and earnings objectives in 2023. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. If you have any comments or questions about anything I discussed during it, open the podcast episode notes and click on any of my social media account links to reach out to me directly. 